The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And on today's podcast, we'd like to share with you some of the insights and some of the education that we provide to our Cognitica Education subscriber customers through our online education that we've been doing now for several years. Not sure if our, our listeners know this, but we've been delivering AI education and certification on AI project methodologies since 2018. Um, you know, of course, people, AI goes back to the 1950s and 60s. We won't claim credit for any of that. But <laughs> but, but certainly, uh, we've been involved with hundreds of organizations, large organizations, large enterprises from the very largest of the Fortune 1000, the Fortune 10, all the way down to the smallest businesses that are just starting out, starting up, uh, providing knowledge on how to do AI and best practices, as well as many of the different aspects of education. And um, we, we used to do them in person back in the day when training was done in person. And of course, things changed in uh, the 2020, you know, at the pandemic and all that. We moved it all online. We actually found that was even better. You know, when you're delivering training to people who are in the United States and Australia and India and in Europe, you're never going to find a time that works for everybody. So, <laughs> As we've learned. <laughs> So we just we just put this education together and pre-recorded it along with all the other benefits, you know, the exercises and all those things to really help. And and we've developed some pretty good coursework. So anyway, you guys are are fantastic listeners here on the AI Today podcast, and so we figured we would share some of that education with you. That is available if you go to courses.cognolytica.com. Exactly. So, you know, as Ron said, we've been spending a lot of our time educating our customers about artificial intelligence and related topic and areas as well, because we understand that, you know, artificial intelligence is an umbrella term and uh, sometimes people want to get down into a little bit more of the nitty gritty um, and, you know, actual like brass tacks, you know, they want to know, okay, how, how does this actually work for my position and my role and my organization? So we've trained and, you know, sent dozens of companies of all sizes through our training, like Ron said, you know, from the fortune 10s to much smaller organizations as well. Um, dozens, if not hundreds at this point of organizations and companies and, and people, we offer role specific education and it's tailored for, you know, the specific objectives of that organization all the way from executive level to procurement or implementers, because we understand that training and education is not a one-size-fits-all approach. So our courses shouldn't be either. Our education follows best practices from both Edison Data Science Framework, and it's also been optimized for the Department of Defense Jake archetypes as well. So, you know, Ron said we have over 50 courses, and we do. It continues to grow. Um, our library now of content is quite large and there really truly is something for everybody. So if you're interested at all in learning more about it, we encourage you to go to courses.cognolitica.com. But for our listeners on our podcast, we did want to break it down and, you know, share some teaser clips of what our education is all about so that you can get a better understanding of what it is that we truly offer. 
Yeah, I mean, we want to share some of our education with you. I actually provide that education from our courses right here in the podcast because many of you are listening to the AI Today podcast to learn. I mean, we understand that's why people listen to podcasts many times. Sometimes, you know, maybe you like the sound of our voices or maybe you <laughs> like some of the stories we have to tell. We do have lots of great interviews with people who are, are really making AI work, but a lot of you are also trying to learn. And in this podcast, we want to share some of the education that we've put together around the foundations of data science. I think many of you realize that there is a fundamental connection between data science and our attempts to extract more information from big data and the techniques and the technologies and the methodologies and all those things that we have and the roles. Um, there's a connection between all that and, of course, machine learning, uh, which is the foundations of artificial intelligence. A lot of what we're doing today around AI really revolves around trying to derive insights and find patterns in data using the techniques of machine learning. And so I think a lot of people kind of tie them all together. And sometimes there's some confusion about, oh, machine learning and AI are the same thing. It's like, well, no, I mean, you as a human, you're not just sitting around learning all day. I mean, you have to <laughs> you have to operate in the real world so there's more to intelligence than learning but of course if you don't learn you you're not going to improve with it with experience so the topic for for this particular education clip that we're going to share with you here is around the origins of data science because it didn't data science didn't just emerge out of nowhere it it came from this this basis of trying to derive insights the moment we started storing data and trying to derive insights from data we needed to have approaches for dealing with finding valuable things you know of information like oh i have customer records who are my best customers oh well that's not a bad question to ask. And when you say best customers, what exactly do you mean? Do you mean by dollar amount, by frequency, by kinds of products they buy, you factoring into account all sorts of things? Oh, well, this is the, the science of data science. So what we're going to share with you here is uh, a clip from our Foundations of Data Science courses, which is, as mentioned, is one of 50 plus courses. The course itself is much longer than the clip, but uh, about, about eight or so or 10 minutes, I forget exactly how long it is, we'll share it here and um, we'd love to, to sort of get your thoughts on this. And if you'd like to learn more, of course, please do participate in our rest of our education. And so the idea is, is can we basically come up with some sort of systemic, some sort of approach to that, that can allow us to wrangle information at higher level things like even knowledge from all this data where we have all these big V challenges. So we, you know, we have all these questions we might want to answer from big data. You know, I have, let's say, forecasts. You know, can I generate better forecasts? Are they, are they accurate? You know, maybe you want to get some insights. What do, my what do my customers want? What are the things that they want? You know, are any of my transactions fraudulent? Am I seeing any trends in the data? How can I categorize or classify my data? You know, which systems can we automate? You know, can I, can I automate decision-making? Can I automate processes? What can I do? You know, are we using the resources that we have as we expect, or are they being used in different ways? Are they finding any patterns in the data? Maybe there's some things about system failures. There's so many questions that we'd like to be able to answer that we can't simply answer by you know, formulating a query or showing a dashboard. We need some more way of finding the patterns, looking for the insights, being able to make the predictions, giving humans better ability to make better decisions. And 
That is really what this evolution in data science is. And you can also think about the fact that, well, it's not that we just one day decided we need data science and someone said, oh yeah, why didn't we ever think about that? You know, I mean, obviously <laughs> data science itself evolves from a variety of aspects of what we have been doing, but never really pulled together in a sort of systemic way, right? So, you know, we've had data analysis, we've had business analysis, we've had business intelligence, BI, we've had, you know, even aspects of retrieving data, data DBAs and, you know, and, and database uh, managers and, and data insight folks and data, you know, we've had those before. But what we were missing was that perhaps the folks who were in charge of gaining insights from data didn't really have a background in math, perhaps, or statistics. Maybe they were technology folks, good programmers. But like if I said, okay, I need you to find some statistical anomalies, it's like, well, I didn't really you know, learn statistics. That could be an issue. And vice versa, you might have folks who may be statisticians, you know, economists, um, you know, uh, actuaries, you know, lots of different roles that that involve requiring, you know, data and trying to formulate insights from data, but may not have had a technical perspective on it, you know, don't know how to create models, do iterations, you know, do training, do any of the sorts of things that we need to do, perform to do visualization. And so um, I think roughly about a decade ago, you know, maybe a, little, maybe a little bit more than I mean, in the early part of the 2010s, late part of the 2000s, organizations realized we need some specialized roles that are not focused just on application development. They're not focused on database management or storage. They're not focused just on math. That basically can embody the combination of those skills to help the line of business gain understanding to answer those questions that we just showed in the previous slide, right? So we need a little bit of statistics, probability, and math to make sure that we are extracting information that has the correct relevance that has that matches that can help us answer the question we can't just ask a question and you know retrieve information randomly we need to have some sort of approach that basically says okay this is within acceptable bounds this is sort of like the pattern and here are the anomalies these are the things that fall outside those bounds right there's there's math that can help us with that right the second thing we need is we've learned from our experience of big data. So we have technologies and tools that help us manage big data and help us physically query all that data and help us deal with all that data, manipulation of that. So the data scientist needs to have access like, oh, okay, you have a way for me to actually, you know, interact with exabytes or zettabytes of data and you know, extract valuable patterns from that data. Okay, I don't have to invent that. I don't have to do things like download things to my laptop. That would never work. So we need to be able to manipulate and interact with data at those, those large scales. And then the third thing is we need algorithmic approaches where I can take some of my statistics or take some of my big data access and I can apply them and, and basically build these models and create these technology approaches where not only can I derive insights, but I can create things that can be used by the organization. So the output of data science is not just a chart, a visualization that is helpful, but the output of data science can be something that the organization can use, a model that can be used for predictions or for recognition or for conversation, for pattern anomaly detection, hyper-personalization, goal-driven systems, autonomous systems, all the various things that we talk about when we talk about the foundations of AI. Those are the seven patterns. And finally, we need to have methodologies like processes and practices in place to help us run these data-centric organizations so that I'm not just 
you know, ad hoc making requests and jumping the gun and realizing that I don't actually have the data that I need, or the, the data is not prepared in a state that I need, or maybe I'm doing a model, but I haven't evaluated it. Hey, there are methodologies that help us do this in sort of a reliable, repeatable way. And so this is really what data science is. It's not just an invented role and somebody new came to the organization and said, we need data science. It's evolved from time. And it's the combination of these various things that help the organization, as mentioned, extract the information needles from the data haystacks. So you might think, wait a second, you, we've had business intelligence for a while. You know, we've been able to create reports. We've been doing dashboards and reports since the 90s, 80s, 70s, even. You know, here we are, it's 2020. We're like, <laughs> you know, plus, you know, 2021. We're, we're here 40, 50 years later. You know, it's just, just business intelligence renamed. And actually, really, there's a fundamental difference. With business intelligence, our goal has always been, tell me how the business, tell me how the organization has performed. Let me, you know, go back in time and give me what's called descriptive analytics. Tell me what happened. You know, you might be able to do predictive analytics, but the focus is on reports and views. And we may automate these reports. We may do them daily basis. Maybe we are primarily looking at structured data from various databases and data sources and data warehouses. And really the focus is like we want to, you know, support decisions and, you know, maybe just spout some trends or, or do what we need to do. But on the other side, we're saying, wait a second, those you can't build business intelligence was never in the business of building repeatable models. So you might have provi provided a report, but what if I wanted to take a model like a, a, a scoring system? Business intelligence wouldn't give you at the end of the report. It's like, okay, here's now this model for some prediction thing. Now you can go use it as part of your you know, ongoing process. And I think that's the big thing. Data science is like, oh, I can do more than just visualization, more than just reports. We can provide something that the organization could use and a system for doing natural language processing, you know, and constantly evaluation, a system for doing predictive analytics where I could take this model and repurpose it and reuse it in many different ways or pattern anomaly detection. So data science is focused more on like the future, not just the past historic behaviors and patterns, but also the future use. And we're constantly exploring. It's like we may ha not have necessarily, you know, well-defined, um, we may not know what the information is we may we seek, but we know we can ways to explore that. We have statistical models rather than reports. We don't necessarily work on focus on automation, although we may want to automate our results. You know, that we're working with, as from data science perspective, we're working not just with structured data and databases and data warehouses, but we're working with unstructured data and files and in documents and images and video and voice, all sorts of things. And we're focusing on giving the business more ability to plan in the future and more predictability and more testing what-if scenarios. And this is really what we can do if we have this sort of data science mentality. Now, it's not to say that people who are in the business intelligence role can't do data science. They can, given the additional skills and the additional perspective. But really, it's a perspective change. And, and to some extent, it is a skills and a technology change as well. So we have a whole, we have a bunch of different concepts here that, that are related to each other, but different, right? So we have data science. We just spent some time talking about data science, you know, the, the methods, approaches, and tools for extracting informational needles from data haystacks. And we want to use data science for a wide range of problems, you know, predictive analytics, pattern matching, projective analytics, looking towards the future, descriptive analytics, you know, data science, it doesn't say we have to be working with big data. We could work with small data sets. But of course, the science of big of data science really is useful <laughs> when we have tons of data. It's not a, as easy just to throw it into 
Excel or something and generate a, a, a chart. And what we want to do with data science is we want to leverage our knowledge of statistics and mathematics and computer science and working with big data and data wrangling to basically answer, provide answers to analytic questions. Now, machine learning, if you haven't been through our foundations of AI and machine learning, the focus of machine learning specifically is to give machines the ability to learn from data and extract insights from data without having to be explicitly programmed. The alternative to machine, language, machine learning is basically programming and rules, uh, you know, process flows that have been defined by individuals. And the thing about that is, those are allowing machines to do things, but it's the human that has to put thought into what are the order of the rules, the specifics of the rules, the, the, the particular flow that needs to be done, the program, you know? Machine learning starts from the data and derives those rules from the data. And the end result is a model that can then be applied to new data to basically apply that learning, because that's what we're going to do with learning. We're going to apply the learning. We have three kinds of learning, right? We have supervised, unsupervised, and reinforcement learning. And what machine learning does is it really focuses on providing a means, a way for computers to learn from experience and, ex and improve with experience over time. And it supports some of the goals of AI. And it, it, machine learning and AI are not the same, right? We did that again in our foundations class. Machine learning supports some of the goals of AI, but we're trying to do more with intelligence. Your brain is not just a learning machine. Your brain can also basically learn from uh, not just learning, but you can apply knowledge to different domains and you can do all sorts of other things with, with, your, with your brain besides just learn, right? But machine learning is very important and it supports the goals for AI, especially narrow AI, which is doing individual tasks, cognitive tasks, like a re recognition task or a conversation task. We have not yet figured out how to do general purpose artificial intelligence. That's another reason why there's a difference between machine learning and AI. A general purpose artificial intelligence is one intelligent system that can do anything. You know, it can do recognition, it can do conversation, it can do patterns and anomalies, you know, the thing that can do can do chatbots can also do recognition. But the current machine learning a recognition thing does recognition only. And a chatbot only does chatbots only. So again, learns from data rather than programming and makes use. So we in machine learning, because we want to derive insights from data, we're going to make use of data science techniques and tools and methods. So that's how the relationship between data science and machine learning. Now, machine learning, as I mentioned, supports the overall goals of artificial intelligence. And artificial intelligence is trying to solve the problem of giving machines the, the cognitive capability that we have as humans to handle all sorts of stuff, not just learning, but also handle abstract concepts like emotion, the ability to deal with, with ambiguity, the ability to basically synthesize our senses and make sense of the world around us, the ability for us to have a goal-directed future and figure out what we want to do and accomplish that goal, the ability for us to, to basically you know, deal with others and their, 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 uh, their language that has all these uh, cultural and <laughs> context-specific things. Machines are not still not good at that. And even with machine learning, it's not good at that. We haven't quite figured out how to do all those other things, not to mention sentience and conscience and all this sort of stuff. So AI really focuses on the problem of giving machines the ability to have these cognitive abilities. And it's a collection of concepts, including aspects of perception and planning and prediction, the use of machine learning to basically support those goals, and the ability to learn and improve with experience is one key requirement for intelligence, but we still need this ability to do other things, you know, common sense, applying knowledge from one context to another, and using our intelligence to adapt to change, which of course 
we are not doing yet with machine learning, but machine learning supports AI. So data science supports machine learning and machine learning supports AI. So I um, you know, hope you found that uh, interesting and uh, valuable. Obviously, there's a lot more to the topic of the foundations of data science. Obviously, in our course, we talk about the, the hard skills of data science and uh, statistics and math and some of the, the tools and technology of data science. We talk about the roles and the methods. So we talk at much greater length uh, about that. But we thought you might find this a little bit interesting. Um, you can hear the find the rest of it and, and, and attend all the courses at courses.cognolytica.com. It's just a, a single annual subscription uh, basically gets access to all of that. Exactly. So, you know, as Ron mentioned, the point of people listening to podcasts is to learn. So we hope that you did get something out of that. If you're interested in checking out the full course in its entirety that goes into much greater detail, we encourage you to, um, you know, look into our education offerings. And you can also see the very large library that we have of everything else. So if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. As always, we'll post any articles and concepts discussed in the show notes, including a link to our educational offerings, as well as this Foundations of Data Science course. We'll have a direct link to that as well. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. <laughs>